Courtney. How are Hello. you? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm in Connecticut and I feel like I haven't been out into the world. So mm, that's basically what's been going on. <laughs> I'm, so like, you're, I'm not pregnant. You're yeah, you're a mom, you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like <laughs> I'm wearing nails, mini nails. <laughs> not good things have gone so so i recently got a puppy and i'm I'm gonna try and parlay that into parenting (laughs) um but but every trainer like gives different advice is that the same thing like when you're a parent like everyone has different opinions oh yeah that's a really good question i feel like puppies i know my sister has two dogs and she's always like well i have dogs i'm like I, I could have thousand dogs. They're not, hard. but I did have a trainer. Yeah. And some are really aggressive and some are really not. And that's kind of like my nannies. <laughs> and I get really scared of the aggressive ones. <laughs> Don't go for the aggressive one. Is yours nice to you? So I'm on my third interview, like interview with the trainer and I liked this one trainer, but she was very into like holistic remedies. And I'm like, just kind of shooting him up with antibiotics if anything's wrong. You know, I'm not, I'm not about to hand feed him raw food. Like that's just not going to happen. I know. That's what, that's what they tried to do to my dog too. He died. Um, but- I'm so sorry. <laughs> but they were like, oh, we put raw food and CBD and then... <laughs> No, I don't think it was from that. But yeah, the holistic thing with dogs, we tried like positive reinforcement because it was biting everyone and that wasn't working. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The biting is a real, it's a real problem. But in any case, who are you and, and what is kind of like your, your thing? Um, So my name is Courtney. I'm from Austin, Texas originally. And then I moved to New York. Well, no, first I lived in LA and then I started stand-up comedy, and I'm a comedian, and moved to New York, and now I do stand-up and have a radio show where I give dating advice, but it's like funny dating advice because I don't really know what I'm doing, but I kind of, <laughs> like everyone's always like, how did you get, I got like this perfect guy, and I have this like perfect life, but I like pooped on him, the story. You know, I like do all these horrible things and he just like lets me get away with it. So I think they gave me a dating show because they were like, okay, you've somehow figured it out. <laughs> right, well, I mean, I, I was like stalking you and listening to the, your interview. And what I love about, uh, what I what I love about your, your you uh, is that you, um, I, I relate to you in that I have like slim to no discipline but I'm attracted to men who have a ton of discipline, great, you know, are super together and, uh, you know, That's just so like, like have it together. And I, you know, I'm sort of like the, ah, you know, like, look at me. Right. <laughs> I is so interesting. I know. That's exactly how I am. Like, I'm so gross and weird. And like, my husband is like so perfect. And like, but then, but then turns out like he's disgusting too. Like, right. all that like that but it is interesting that like some like type a types are attracted to the type i'm like type z Mm -hmm. which sounds like what you are Mm -hmm. um and i guess it's like oh they think you're trying to find your like missing piece but it's really like it makes you feel whole being with people like that 
Mm. because even though it's like not real, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I, but I you should, yeah. Go for someone like that. <laughs> well, cause, okay. So my ex, <laughs> let's just jump into my dating life. <laughs> why not? Uh, my ex, I was with him for a long time. And seriously, why I think it worked was because he was so together, so disciplined, had very few yeah. feelings in general. And I was so like feeling like messy, like, like dramatic, all the, like constantly like doing things. Um, but I also think that's why it didn't work. So like, how do you avoid the pitfalls in that kind of relationship? Right. Because you're like going for the emotionally unavailable person. Yeah. How do you know if someone's emotionally unavailable or just like calm and cool? collected right well I think every like guys have feelings but then they're like taught to suppress them mm. and so it's like it's so sad yeah I'm trying to raise my child not to be like that but my ex was like that too he was like very robotic <laughs> right <laughs> and I was like you're a robot and then I, but I like kind of thought that was hot I was right. like that's cool because I was like my dad's like that that's cool <laughs> Yeah, maybe it all comes back to the dad. I, uh, that might. Be. But he <laughs> also like like tried to strangle me one time. So I was like, hmm, you do have feelings. <laughs> so so talk a little bit about how you met your husband and your relationship with him and. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Um, wait, are you single now? By the way, I am. I am. <laughs> I love that. I feel like everyone who's married wants to be single, and everyone who's single wants to be married. It's always grass is always greener. Because now I'm like, oh, it'd be so great to be single. <laughs> <laughs> Except I don't like paying for stuff. So, that would be um, I w- so I think I was telling you in the other podcast how I was working as an assistant to a real estate developer, mm-hmm. Kushner. <laughs> Amazing, by the way. <laughs> I just tried to pick jobs where I can meet a guy who I didn't have to work. And then... Um, I was really bad at my job and thank God that my now husband came in. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, he like walked in the door and I was going to show him a building and I like had the hots for him. And I thought we had a great relationship or like day together. I thought we spent a great day together. And then he, I wrote him an email that night thinking he would ask me out and have my contact information. Then he never wrote me back. And then I was engaged before I met him and my ex-fiance and I were like kind of getting back together. And he suggested we go to this party at this like synagogue. <laughs> it's always the synagogue. It's it really a- is. It always is. <laughs> it's the Jews. And then I get there and then the guy, my now husband, who like, totally ignored me two years earlier was there and he got my number and then uh, I was like upset when I saw him because I was like oh I really liked that guy and he didn't ever respond to my email and then he was like let's go out and I was like I'm so done with these stupid real estate developer family guys like family money guys and I was like he's gonna be one of those spoiled kids who's an asshole who's oops can I say the word asshole of course <laughs> I feel like this is like there we go <laughs> and then oh and then he was late to our first date which was just drinks and I was like 
already upset because it was she just asked me out for drinks and I wanted to go for dinner because nope that was the only way I was eating was just going on <laughs> 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 absolutely <laughs> I could not feed myself <laughs> and I almost went out with these other guys at the bar who were like we're gonna go out to dinner and I was like okay I'm coming but then he came in and then and then I was obsessed with him but it's so hard dating I felt like I was getting ghosted all the time before him and I was like oh I'm never gonna like meet someone who actually wants to be in a relationship. Mm. And I just felt like it was really, I felt like I was an expert dater. So like, why is it screwing up all the time? <laughs> so and, when, when I first moved to New York, um, keep going. Are you still? Nope. Sorry. I live in LA now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But last, basically after college, I moved to New York and I recently moved back to LA. Um, oh, that's what I almost did. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of reversed, right? You started in LA, right. moved to New York. Yeah. And you're in Connecticut now? Yeah. Because I had a kid and I was like, <laughs> anxiety. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, when I first moved to New York, I had kind of this summer of like just dating a ton. Like, like I had no friends. So all I did was and I had no money. And so I would just get free food and, and meet new people. Right. It was kind of amazing. Exactly. <laughs> um, and Hinge makes it so easy. You just line them one, two, three. You know, it's. <laughs> I feel like did you say Hinge. Yeah. The, the app? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a really good app that is like underrated. Totally. Because then people feel comfortable with it. But that's exactly what I I never had like a lot of friends, but I always had like guys me out. And I was like, well, okay. It's better for dating when you have less friends because you're going to places alone and then guys are less intimidated to ask you out. Right. <laughs> always, if you're a girl, go alone. Don't hang around with friends. Go alone. Go to bars alone. It's the best. Just sit, sit around alone and, yeah. and wait for but a man to find you. <laughs> Have you been able to date in COVID? Um, so I went through different phases in COVID. I, I actually had um three separate boyfriends during COVID, each for two months. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> separate. One was vaccinated. One is in had COVID. But this is this is my problem, Courtney, and I'm I'm hoping to get your advice. I. I end up in these two month relationships. Like that is kind of become my MO where like, yeah. I love the honeymoon phase. I love the chase. Right. I love the meeting someone new. I love like getting all their secrets out of them and, and making them think I'm perfect. Right. And then as soon as that ends, <laughs> it's like, I like wake up from the dream. You know? <laughs> That's exactly what was happening to me over and over again. It's so frustrating. And I think I realized, well, I think it's the chase that guys really like because they're looking for the girl who will not hook up or sleep with them. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they want that. But then I was like, oh, well, I've got to like, I've got to like blow them at some point or they're not going to like me. <laughs> and so I would like hook up with guys too soon. And I think like, like, so then with my husband, I was like, I am not going to sleep with him for like a year. I'm just going to keep it going. <laughs> but then I eventually did. I'm like, day 10. 
<laughs> but I like waited so long because I think that like build up is what guys love and you have to make them fall in love with you before you like have sex with them. I really think that might be the key. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you ever find that they like, that it like fizzles out? Not, I mean, that kind of gives them the control and that's not a good thing, but I find that it kind of fizzles out after you hook up majorly. Right. Did you I, ever? I mean, see, for me, it's more of like, it's it's a similar situation, but it's not the the sex because I have no self-control and I sleep with men like just on the first date and, and if they don't like me, it's fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, because like I, I heard on that other podcast, you were like, if they like you, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I think that's right. true. It's like, it's like, and I, I kind of have this theory now about relationships in general, where it's like, if they want to be in the relationship, if they like you, you'll work things out. You know, it's like the problems start when you're like, I actually like don't know if I want to be here, you know? Right. Like you're not sure you like them. Or they're not sure they like you. Like, I feel like in some of my yeah, relationships, like in some of my relationships, like we, get along amazingly and everything's great and then we kind of have this realization of like wait are we do we see this like long term it's like do we really want to put in the work right and then we start having issues because of that like lack of commitment it's not the issues that that ruin the relationship it's the lack of commitment that creates the issues that then ruin right because you're not sure where you are kind of yeah, I'm not sure where you are, not sure if you see it for like the long term. Right. It's like that. You know what it is? Right. It's like this mid relationship crisis. It's like after the two months, there's like this crisis of like, oh, wow, do we yeah. really want to be like, do we want to get married? You know what I mean? Like, do we want right. to do this? <laughs> right. I know. It's weird. I guess like, I guess just take the pressure off. And mm. that's kind of what I have like on my dating show. I talked about at two months, you kind of have to figure out if you like that person enough to be in a relationship with them, right. but you don't want to bring it up. So you look like weird. <laughs> so I said to my husband, when I wanted to be with him, oh, he was like, so are you seeing a bunch of people? And I was like, Oh, like I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of guys, but like, you're my main bitch. <laughs> like I like you the most. And he was like, didn't like that and he was like okay I want to be in a relationship and then I knew that he wanted to I feel like you have to kind of figure it out by two months like do we like each other enough right otherwise you move on mm. but I also feel like before that two months you kind of still have to be playing a little bit of a game like do you ever lie and say you have plans when you don't have plans right <laughs> Right. It's in, but so, so how do you, let's say you, you play the game up until the two months, you both say, okay, like I want to make you my person and you get into a relationship right. with them. And then like, how do you, I guess this is kind of the central question of like modern day romance. How do you keep the flame alive when you start right. living together, shitting in front of each other, showering together, mm -hmm. Yeah, having kids, Jesus, you know, like, how do you stay in love with this person? I think you just have to keep doing your own thing. Like uh, the fact that you have this cool podcast and like have like embrace like all like sex and femininity and have your own thing going. I think that's what keeps it going. I see. Like you have a life outside of your love life with each other because that's what my husband was like. Oh, I always, every girl bored me 
but like you always had your own thing going and that was like really attractive to me. Cause I think it's kind of like, in a way that's like the chase. It's like, they're still realizing they can't have all of you all the time because you have other interests. Yeah. And there's so many people who just want to be a lady who lunches. Right. I think I, our for my husband and I's first fight was when he told me like, I would never want to be with a girl who just wants to go out to lunch with their friends and not work. And I was like, how dare you say that? Like, that's my dream. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to work. And I was, like, I was like, I could want that and you should still like me. And he was like, well, that's just not attractive. It's not like attractive to me. And I was really upset, but now I kind of get what he was saying. Mm-hmm. You want to be like the hotness lies in that they can't have all of you. That's actually so interesting. Cause my best friend, her parents are like the best couple I I know they've been together 30 plus years, like have three kids, amazing, just an amazing relationship, but they both literally work all day on their different projects, different things, have their friends, have their whatever. And then they like, they just like chat about their days at dinner. Right. So, and like, and then exactly. spend a, one day a weekend together. They're not like in each other's like peace, peace all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is We've been like quarantined with each other and now it's like, we really don't have sex, I think, because I'm pregnant. And but and we just are with each other all the time. So I'm like, I cannot get it on with someone that I just see. All the time. Literally, it's so true. That is so. I want to scream. That is so true. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, always, I'm like, I would have sex with anyone but you. <laughs> I don't care what I had a sex dream about Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> It's like not, you know what it is? They become like a sibling, they become like family, right? And it's like not like they're not hot. Any, I don't know, yeah, right, yeah, right. It's like no matter how they're not, and uh, like so many of our friends are getting divorced now because I think they see Uh, they have their partner all the time, but I'm like, that's they're probably like every then, then you can date like your neighbor like everyone's going to be divorced and then dating their neighbor (laughs) (laughs) so like what do you think about okay this is another one of my theories about marriage right so the my first theory is that you just have to want it and then it'll be everything will be easier like if you're one foot in one foot out disaster oh right (laughs) right that's my first theory is that do you agree (laughs) yeah except I was like so confused (laughs) I mean, I can't believe I'm married because I would, like, I would just like break up with my husband all the time and just go on other dates. I just wasn't sure what I was like, ah, I don't know. Like, but yes, if you're one foot in and one foot out, it's just much pick harder. a lane. It's much harder. Yes. yes it just yes. makes it. <laughs> but I, I also think as a side note, it's a great trick to just randomly break up with someone every once in a while. <laughs> Oh my God. It was genius. Like, I, I, especially with like stoic robotic types, just once in a while, I'll be like, we're done. Walk away. They, they're more obsessed with you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're super mature. <laughs> so I would like, I wasn't getting proposed to, so I would just break up with him and then just hope that he would come back. And then like, he won it really. And then, <laughs> but then he did. 
one time I broke up at like six months I think I broke up with my husband because he like wouldn't give me a credit card this is a horrible thing this is horrible no he was like picking me up from a hair appointment and it was New York so you just like he was just walking to me but I was used to dating all these old guys who were like 60 years old and the only way they knew how to like date me was just like shopping trips and credit cards <laughs> sounds really bad but <laughs> but I was like whatever I would date like young guys and then I would date old guys and they would always like right. shower yes and then, then I finally met my husband. I was like, oh, he's perfect. But he wasn't like that. He wasn't like an old guy who was like about to just do whatever. And then disappointed. Like, oh. Yeah. And I'm like, can't I get my nails done? Like, can't you pay for my hair? And when he picked me up for my hair appointment, he didn't offer to pay for my hair. And it's like $400 to get your hair done. And I, like, I was eating cans of beans for dinner, but my boyfriend was like, I knew was really wealthy. And I was just like, he didn't even offer. And I was like, we're done. You don't offer to pay for my hair. You've never given me a credit card. And I think he just wasn't used to that at all. He was just like, what? Like, how, what girl says this? And then I just didn't talk to him for a couple of days. And then he showed up at my doorstep and he was like, okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> and now looking back, I'm like, this, I was a horrible person to him. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I want to make this work. <laughs> I was like, why do you want to make this work? You're nuts. I'm horrible. <laughs> I think he knew I was a good person, but I was just like confused because I was dating a 60 year old before him. <laughs> It's those old guys that very confusing. Have you ever dated someone who's like over? No, you know I haven't. I ha I can't say I have. Although I'm I'm totally open to it. I actually feel it would be a great fit for me. In fact, now that I'm really thinking about it, I think that's where I've been going wrong. <laughs> it does help. Like for, it gives you a boost in your wardrobe. You can go anywhere you want for dinners. <laughs> they give you like a self-esteem boost because they're like, you're so young and hot. And like, right. look at your skin. <laughs> and then you go back to the young guys. Okay. Did you, did, were, do you sleep with them or do you, are you just um, sort of. <laughs> that's a great question. Unfortunately, sometimes you have to, but it will disgust you. <laughs> like people feel horrible about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but is it, that's a small price to pay am i <laughs> rent paid and you just have to close your eyes and pretend it's not happening <laughs> these are gonna be down and, moments <laughs> and to be fair sometimes i feel terrible about myself when i sleep with young men too so it's really yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> at least old guys call you back the next day or they don't because and then you don't feel bad because <laughs> they're dead. Yeah. So just date an old guy and then go back to the young guys because you'll have an improved wardrobe and you'll have your self-esteem back up. But remember the guys your age, they are not like, I was always getting mad at my husband because he wasn't like making all these reservations or like future plans or taking me to hotels. And I realized, oh, like normal guys don't do that stuff. They're just guys. Like, they like, they they like want to go to the park and like go to a barbecue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Yes. He would like he was like, let's go to Washington Square Park and we'll subway to like the Yankees game. And I was like, show me. <laughs> okay, so I I was recently talking about this on the last episode. Uh basically I have a rule where I I have a boundary <laughs> rather where I don't let I don't go on outdoor dates uh for a while. I, I like I really don't like the outdoors. <laughs> and not just nature, I mean like any external like any place that's not you know sheltered (laughs) that's so smart that is so smart i hate the outdoors my husband proposed to me on a hike and i was like this would happen i hate hikes we were just talking about this yesterday he was like my ideal day would be hiking oh my god once again outdoors the the, the fitness it? of it all the sort of the, the grit it's not my speed it's just not. no like i couldn't agree more that's all like how do you feel about outdoor concerts so i feel like that can be sexual right right so another another uh uh, uh, uh <laughs> obstacle in my way now is that i don't drink um yeah it's great for my life in general but it's really just it it, it's hard to have fun put simply you know like Uh, if you you think about the outdoor concert right as a concept it's like you need to drink you need you need to be drinking you need to be kind of loosey-goosey now I'm never loosey-goosey you know so it's very like you do drugs so i i i I vape unfortunately the the least attractive drug um but i don't i don't smoke weed i'm pretty just like so i'm pretty just like sober i've been sober now six months (laughs) thank you um yeah so (laughs) i just liked alcohol too much put simply you know so (laughs) what you feel better now not drinking totally i mean I think like the main things I've noticed one is just I feel like when I was drinking it was all up and down just my mood like I would be really upset but then I would also be really happy and now it's more just like like smooth sailing calm yes. happy so right that's good I know it's hard some people like you can't like can you you can't have like one glass of wine and you're okay or like two glasses of wine right that was kind of the central issue was like you know, I wanted to be able to just like have a glass of wine, but that would always turn into blacking out. So it's like, (laughs) I had to just make that connection in my mind of like, okay, Caroline can't do that anymore. Like Caroline can't (laughs) get started. Right. (laughs) What? It's crazy. You recognize that in yourself. So you you can't drink while pregnant, right? Oh, sorry. I keep interrupting you. Now I'm pregnant. So I don't really drink. (laughs) 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 i just got vaccinated so i'm like if something goes wrong i'll just blame the vaccine and not my drink i mean yeah yeah i know i i think you're good like as long as you're not like really drinking right which again would be would be me (laughs) but then i look at like heroin addicts on the streets and their babies are beautiful i'm like maybe that's the truth I don't think it is. That's not a good idea. No one should do that. <laughs> um, it's a roll of the dice, though, you know? <laughs> they are pretty cute. Those little um, can we talk about Quinn? Yes, of course. I mean, my favorite thing to talk about. 
sure you talk about it all the time but i like when i first saw it, i was like this is a really cool fit like it's is it more of like audio it's audio porn yes so basically the thesis is like women have been neglected when it comes to porn because we just have different yeah. sort of like needs obviously in the bedroom right we're not turned on by like a high definition throbbing penis we're more turned on by someone being like you're the hottest girl I've ever seen I want to fuck you I you know I'm your daddy like that kind of thing so it's really just like like audios of dirty talk and like you feel like you're in the room having sex with someone and they're like really like just like like turning you on and and yeah yes that is what happened before I pooped on on my husband he was like porn and I was like this is amazing no guys ever talked like this to me <laughs> I know it's actually really crazy how like some guys will be amazing at dirty talk and role play and that sort of thing and right. then some guys complete oh, silence horrible right <laughs> yeah I don't really understand I'm really bad at it but my husband's really good but he's also like really creative and like a writer so mm. i feel like the creative types i guess are better do you have guys do the audio porn yeah so so and it's into this today. yeah so it's all mostly all guys i mean we definitely we have a lot of lesbian audios too but like it's guys i think the best way to describe it is it's literally like you're in the room having sex with someone and they're dirty talking to you that's kind of the premise of the content and i love it <laughs> But I think there's like this expectation, right, for Dirty Talk that it has to be like so creative and you have to have like, like, uh, you know, exactly like a structure or whatever. But I recommend like when people come to me <laughs> as they do and they ask, like, what should I you know say in bed? I just say, like, literally just say what you're thinking. Say what it feels like, like even just saying, wow, it feels so wet. It feels so warm. You know, like your pussy feels amazing. That's better than nothing. That's way better than nothing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I know people are like, feel like there's pressure that you have to like say something cool, but like, right. you don't have to, especially when it comes to, you definitely don't have to say something cool to guys. They're just like, you're here. <laughs> That's all I'm But yeah. And I think, I, should just yeah. I think just saying that it feels good or like that you like what they're doing, or if you don't like, <laughs> that's different, but you know, just like, just like yeah. saying, um, like things you like about them, positive things. Like who doesn't like a little pat on the back, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I wonder if couples listen to when They do. So one thing people do is like, they'll put it on, like they'll either listen together while they're like making out or just like touching each other or, but like, it's kind of, once you're like really fucking, it's hard to like focus on the audio and the fucking. So I recommend doing it like as part of foreplay rather than like, while. Wow. I this is really more and more ingenious idea as I think of it because like so many girls I know and myself like oh as of three years ago I had like a big problem when I found out my husband watched porn because I was like jealous of the girls he was watching and I was like constantly telling my friends like we have to find some solution then I wanted to start a porn site that women approved of. <laughs> and my husband was like, that would just be like, ugly, like, like ugly women gardening. <laughs> oh, that's a funny concept. Like, like porn, like, like, like porn that their, that wives were okay with their husbands. watching. <laughs> exactly. 
like okay you can watch this I don't care if you watch this woman and he like didn't get it I was like I don't want to watch someone I'm jealous of like I don't care if the girls are not hot I don't care about like all be lesbians they could watch that yes you know (laughs) yes but if you had just audio that solves everything because he also liked to read like erotic novels right right, because he's like like i don't know i don't even know it's just a dude so i think wow yeah so that's that's the thing is like romance novels right erotic novels have been around for literally forever um and this is just kind of like an easier way to digest a romance novel basically it's like you know shorter hotter it's like it's like romance novels on crack is sort of like what quinn is um, this is so cool. <laughs> I'm so impressed that you did this. Yeah, I mean, I was, I genuinely just had trouble orgasming to regular porn because I just, wait, I, mean, wait, wait. I think I just like didn't get it. Like, I just didn't understand why I like the people didn't like each other really. And they were in this like random room, right? And I could tell there were like people filming them and like watching them and it felt very performative exactly. and like uncomfortable. <laughs> Yep. I was yep. like, can they That's stop? Cool. Like, they don't want to do this, you know? <laughs> right. Um, but do you know, do you know Remy? Yes. She, she's great. She is my friend. And she started the a podcast kind of about not coming too, but I feel like she would like this concept. Yes. I, you, I went on, uh, on How Come, her pod. Uh, yeah. I love, I love it. Uh, and I love the whole thing because it's like, it's like I, I don't think I'm, it's not a thing that like no like most women haven't orgasmed, but it does feel sort of elusive and difficult, and I think yep. that to men is like what like you know, and so and so like making that more public like yeah it's actually like kind of feels difficult right for a lot of right. women yeah <laughs> yeah and especially that guys like watch porn where the girl just like is get getting it hard and then they think that's what women like and that you don't like touch anywhere else oh, it's a nightmare to <laughs> nightmare. Explain this to them. but then once you train someone then they're fine right but before then it's an it's so many guys especially if the guys are like dorky growing up <laughs> and they don't hook up with a lot of, like don't you find that the guys you sleep with who are like players are generally really good in bed yeah okay so yes and no because i feel like if you have a player on your hands right they think they're like oh they're like woke to it you know what i mean they think like oh i know about the clit are you kidding me i've been stroking the clip for years and you're like okay all right i'm i'm like my own person i have my own things you know like come into me with like a growth mindset like i need you to be a, a student you know that's true I never really thought about it, but yeah, because then they're like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Right. But then, yeah, then the ones who are not players, you teach them a little bit, but then they're like, okay, got it. But then they only do that. They only do that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So how has your sex life, I mean, I I know currently it's kind of on hold, but how has it progressed over the years? (laughs) It's on hold. (laughs) I know, it's so weird. I feel like our sex life is really good at first and then but then you get okay then I went through a phase where I was like jealous of porn and like jealous of everything 
like right when we were starting to get married, I was like, so I had like this really big bout of insecurity. And I think that really is horrible for anyone's sex life. Um, and I was like jealous on Instagram and I've the barstool sports websites. Okay, well, first of all, this is one of my, you know, greatest challenges of all time is I'm jealous of everything, too. Like, I don't think he should anyone should be looking at at a clothed woman, let alone, you know, (laughs) why? Why? And then we had to go through like so much therapy, like explaining that that people can be attracted to because like of course I think guys are hot and I can like look you good but he like he kind of had to explain to me that just because he looks at someone else doesn't mean he's not attracted to me and it's like just something that's different is kind of like interesting even if they're like 300 pounds like I feel like to guys it doesn't matter if what the girl looks like if they're like different then their like girlfriend or wife, then it's like hot to them. Right. How, how absolutely tragic. <laughs> right. I'm like, why would you ever want something different than me? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Have you ever had phase which lasted a while? Um, I like wouldn't touch my husband after I realized he liked porn. Uh, that's interesting and (laughs) even though I like it uh, (laughs) um, because he told me he didn't watch it because guys are like very like nervous about expressing that they watch it right um but then I got to a point where I was like oh well now I want to try everything like what why don't we like swing and let's like bring in other people I went the opposite way like wanting to see like well, I can be like this too. <laughs> and then I was, and then, and then he was like, well, I don't actually want to be with anyone else. I, I, like, I think he's actually scared of being with another girl. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's just a big talker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the art of like getting someone to confess pretty much anything is so is so fascinating. Like the whole like I'm yeah. so chill. You know, you can tell me anything. I'll I would fuck her too, babe. <laughs> Are you kidding? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's another thing I told like when I was dating my husband in order to like get him, I told him I was a lesbian before I met. He like never forgot that. And he was like, oh, that did it. That's what did it for me. Because like, I was just so hot that you could be in a relationship with a woman. <laughs> and then one day he was like, brought it up. And I was like, I was never a husband. He was like, woman, you're in a relationship with a woman. I guess he had like this fan. And I had to tell him like, that was a lie. And he was like, I can't believe this. That's why I proposed to you. <laughs> <laughs> I like made up some story that I was like in a relationship with this woman at this retail shop I worked at who was like this pretty Asian woman just a complete lie just a complete lie yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it worked 
my other friend said she had done it before and it worked on her boyfriend and then i tried it that's how you get guys to propose just tell them you're a lesbian i don't, yeah that adds up to me um but, I, but you know, our sex line is well before we stopped having it <laughs> um like i it's so evolving it's weird mm-hmm. as you get to know someone because then you become more comfortable with something and then less comfortable. Then we had this idea that we wanted to start like a sex box subscription. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I ordered some to like see what they were like and they're horrible. That should be next for you. I'll be your investor. <laughs> I, I have, I love kind of uh, the idea of a sex box <laughs> or the idea of like a sex, like, um, like have you heard of the Museum of Sex in New York? Sort of like a sex Disneyland kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that too. <laughs> like big blow up tits. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I have this fantasy that like, I think big boobs are so hot because I don't have any. So I get jealous of that too. But I like think it's so hot to have boobs. <laughs> has your boyfriend, or sorry, your boyfriend, has your husband ever had a girl best friend that you were jealous of? Oh, right. Um, so he is one of those guys who doesn't have girlfriends, which I really liked about him. Because <laughs> he was like, you can't be friends with girls. I'm like, yeah, you can't. That's Accurate. amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Accurate. Because, like, I know all my, like, straight guy friends probably wanted to fuck me at some point. And it's true. And so he, like, does not have female friends. What a guy. <laughs> Did that happen where you, like, we're, fr- we're seeing a guy and he was, like, friends with girls? Because that would kill me. I mean, okay, so the great. <laughs> so going back to this guy that we were talking about, um, that was sort of robotic and, like, not, I mean, that's terrible. He was just more, you know like low-key than me he had this girl uh best friend um who I was absolutely convinced he was in love with she was in love with him he was in love with her right and um (laughs) I would grill him every time she came up in conversation about like are you sure you guys have never hooked up never even said anything you've never gone on a date you've never done you know like just like for the whole thing and then one time he goes so this is after I've like asked him a million times about this. He goes, well, there was this one time in college. <laughs> when I say I just shit my pants, I was like, I was like, so I was so upset. I, I just, I can't even put into words how absolutely furious I was that they had, you know, she had given him a blowjob in college or something. And I felt so betrayed. And I was like, I fucking knew it right. oh my god it's the worst feeling especially when they like lie over and over and are so adamant about it like you're just mad also about like the dishonesty you're just like tell me the truth oh and it's so hard another layer to this was like she would always kind she like would kind of uh joke about how much she didn't like his college girlfriend um and uh-huh. <laughs> and I was always like, what's her deal with like, you know, your college girlfriend? He was like, well, the, my college girlfriend was convinced that that this girl was in love with me. And I was like, OK, um, like, didn't you like hook up with her during college? And he was like, well, yeah, now that I think about it, my college girlfriend was kind of right because we did hook up. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it's like all the pieces start coming together. 
I know the feeling. It's like such a heartbreaking feeling. You're like, your heart is just like thrown up on you. And people, your friends are like, not that big of a deal. And you're like, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. And also like people probably think you're like so, you're like so hot and like cute and have your thing going. And like people probably would never think that you get jealous or like your boyfriend probably is like, oh, she's just this beautiful girl that gets whatever she wants. But they don't think you like would care. It's downside. <laughs> I mean, I was, I like, I just, yeah, that, that feeling of the, the pit in your stomach. It's, yes. You know, you could actually physically throw up when it happens. You know, it's so bad. Oh, yeah. 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 That's happened to me. Like my, my husband said he didn't go on. Like one of our friends who was like, they're married, they're a couple. And it's like his best friend and their wife. And she's just like so cute. And I love her. But he said he never asked her out ever. But they were they were kind of, I guess that'd be like the closest thing. They were kind of friends. But then it turns out, and he, we always hang out with them. And I'm like, I'm surprised. Like when she was single, like you didn't ask her out. And he was always like, no, never, never. I'm like, oh, no. And then at her bridal shower, he was like, isn't it funny? Your husband at, would at, was always asking me out like before you guys met and and I was like what <laughs> you're like yeah hilarious <laughs> haha bye <laughs> I was like fuck you <laughs> so mad <laughs> I know but he I- also told me guys are like much more insecure than we think so they I think a lot of them like lie to like cover up how they feel about themselves. Like if they grew up, like not really girls don't like not liking them or feeling rejected that they kind of like lie to cover up a lot of these past emotions. Like it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> That's like such a huge insight. I feel like it's really hard not to feel like every, I don't know, it can be consuming, right? Once you go down that rabbit hole of insecurity and jealousy, it can really ruin you and just make you feel so shitty. Yeah. Right. But it really has more to do with the guy. Like, mm. yeah, it has so much to do with the guy and not you. That's what I've learned. That was like the biggest insight ever that my husband told me. He was like, mm. I felt insecure growing up. I never had girls like you, like, like me. And I'm just like learning how to like deal with women even. So like little white lies or stuff like you're. I don't want you to be mad at me. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. They don't want you to be mad. They just want everything to be like perfect. And they don't know how to like, my girlfriend who's just got engaged just called me and she was like saying, I guess her, what's her boyfriend like that? Something really stupid. Like along the same lines, like that he was friends with a girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. He said he was friends with his interior designer (laughs) and they were just friends and they never did anything. And then it turns out like, they dated and like went on trips together and she was like how do I get over this and I was like well no he's with you now and he probably like just lied because he didn't want to cause a fight and like they don't know how to deal with their emotions (laughs) it's yeah it's really so hard because <laughs> like you hear those stories right all the time my friends have this the the ex-girlfriend the girl best friend the interior designer the assistant the whatever and it's like 
we have to find a way to deal with it because these like other women are going to exist but exactly it's so hard how do you deal with it right <laughs> you just say like well this is what i have and it's better than anybody else is going to have and he likes me and let's just try to make this work <laughs> yeah, that's that's the motto <laughs> wait let me see how much time we have it's too- oh we have a, we have a few more minutes okay um, um Okay, so I'm gonna try your. I'm gonna try Quinn. All right, well, try it with me. Yeah, try. I mean, don't try it yet because we're about to release our new mobile app and website, and so I want you to try it then because it's gonna be better. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> I set you okay. up with someone in LA. Oh, yes. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, did you ever? What do you think? Can we just quickly compare New York guys to LA guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amazing um new york better what do you think so much better so much better like not even a question <laughs> la is really um like i so i was actually just scrolling through hinge last night and i felt like there were a few categories there was sort of like the like venice type um maybe kind of like surfer like sort of like outdoorsy, low-key, has a dog, like a little bit on the older side. So unattractive yeah. to me. Like I, I you know. <laughs> right. I dry up it's real not- quick with those. Okay. So then, <laughs> and then we have like, I don't know, like I guess like in entertainment. I don't know. Like what am I looking for here? What's the ideal LA archetype? Tech? <laughs> I know. That's hard. It's hard with LA because they like to like, ugh, there's some guys like in finance in LA and it's like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> like, in New York and then there's like there's like art dealers in LA and then I never really think and then there's like doctor I, I think there are some good guys in LA and now that I think of it maybe like like uh like like record producer <laughs> like, I like, that. like like music <laughs> behind the scenes music <laughs> That could totally work. Yeah, like that's that the yes, I've dated those types. They're good. They're you want like the person who owns Sony, right? Right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Right. So yeah, pulling the strings like the puppeteer of the entertainment world. But I think maybe what you actually want to do is find someone who's bicoastal, so that mm-hmm. they just visit LA. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to see them all the time. And then eventually you just move together. But <laughs> but then when they're anything. visiting, right, we're living together. That's hard. That's hard too. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to be like, oh, you're going to have to just like stay. Right. You can't. No, they're going to have to have a separate place. Okay. You're going to have to be at your place. They'll be at their place. You're going to have to date a guy from New York. It's basically <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> will fly <laughs> do you think I'm ruining my dating life by living in LA because I totally agree that New York is the place to be um no I no I feel like um everywhere I am I always think that I should be somewhere else like for my career or the men or something but then I think everything actually will work out as just as it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and I think there's good guys in LA and you just, and it's the same in New York. I think the guys in New York can be really shitty. Yeah. Um, and you just have to like sort through. I think there's more of that type I liked in New York. Yeah. But 
but also that can be really a hard type to deal with. And the LA guys, like they're out there too. They're, the good ones are there too. It's just like, you just gotta sort through, you gotta be more more picky on yeah. dating in both places. You just have to be more picky about who you spend your time with. Did you ever go through a phase of just like literally just sleeping with people? Like not oh. dating. I didn't like want to, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, yeah. It felt like I was like just sleeping with them. Because I'm like wondering I guess if that's I where I'm at. I don't know. I I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Oh well, then that's. I think that's yeah. really good. Which is totally new that's to me. What... <laughs> yes. I always want to be. <laughs> Wait, I think that's that's what I tell my friends. Like the moment you just decide you just give up completely and you just don't care anymore because you're just like, I'm just going to sleep with people. I don't even want to be with anyone. That's kind of when you meet someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Because, yeah, I'm kind of, I, I am. I'm giving up. I'm giving up. <laughs> Flying my white Wait. flag. <laughs> That's, that's so perfect. Okay, great. And I think that's not a reason not to give up. Like we should all just give up because who cares? Why should anyone be in a relationship or married or anything? We should just all just do whatever we want. <laughs> Completely. Because it's always going to be, you're always going to think the other thing is better no matter what stage in life you are. So just enjoy your day. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes just have a good day have a, for god's sakes have a fucking good day <laughs> well courtney where can our you know our listeners find you yes thank you if anyone is more interested you can find me at the courtney davis on instagram uh-huh. um or on if you're ever on the east coast star 99.9 a radio station if you ever listen to the if you're ever in a car car. (laughs) thank you so much for doing this this is so fun and i I actually learned a lot (laughs) i'm obsessed with you i think you're the coolest girl ever and you're so pretty (laughs) well i love your shirt (laughs) yeah oh please set me up Oh. Even though I said you don't have to be in a relationship, I'm probably going to make you <laughs> And please tell them I'm very chill, right? You know, never right. jealous. There's no jealousy issues. <laughs> Love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, friends. I will see you soon.